0: Ready? Get ready! Get ready for the steakhouse.
1: Go, ho, ho. You're about to experience the fastest two hours in radio history.
0: Steak Shapiro. I was voted Andy Spring third place out of the year. Sandra Golden.
1: I walk in there and I'm like, I have a rock. And this is it.
0: Rusty Menzel. That's a Mama loves you game. That's. Only people watching
1: that is your mom And Drew Butler. When I grow up, I want to be Mike Bell. Give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. It's the Steakhouse. Brought to you by John Foy and Associates. On Sports Radio 92.9 The Game.
0: And, and welcome to Monday Morning. Yes, indeed. Ready to rock and roll, man. So, this is, a, the job is like, um... Uh, What's the term? Throwing a softball? Throwing them a softball or just putting it up on a tee? If you can't do sports radio today in the great city of Atlanta, Georgia, then um, you got a problem. Then you're either really drunk or you got some <laughs> kind of virus or you got COVID or something, right? I so. do.
1: I do want to say that after a long holiday weekend, obviously you're kind of sluggish heading into work on a Monday morning. Everybody essentially checked out last Wednesday afternoon. No doubt. When I was watching that Falcons game yesterday, I kept telling myself I do not want to do radio tomorrow if they lose. And guess what? They won. They're undefeated in the NFC South. They're at the top of the division. They beat the Saints. That was an awesome atmosphere at the Benz yesterday.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, we're not a we're not supposed to be a 4 and 7 team. I mean, this has not been a good year, and they deserve all the heat that's come at them, but at the end of the day, like there's just too much talent. We'll talk more about who are the most talented people, but but they're just, you know, they, they're not supposed to lose at home in New Orleans. Not a very good football team. They're not supposed to be four and seven, and they're not. Now they're back in first place in the division, and uh, and and a lot to play for, and a lot for us on the radio station to be excited yeah. about. And and like you said about the Jets, just go beat New York. Jets have beat the Bills. Jets have beat the uh, Eagles. Eagles, right? So if you think you're going to roll into New York, they need to win desperately. Yeah. Next week. So I was, uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you about crowds. Man, we were stuck in the New Orleans airport yesterday for about six hours. Uh, my wife and the three kids and my sister-in-law, Kate. And um, it is what it is. Like, you know, you're not going to act a fool and you're just going to take a deep breath and just be yeah, like. Yeah,
1: what's that, what's going crazy going to do for you?
0: Some guy get pulled, got taken away. They're, he's screaming. Mechanical issue with the plane. He's, like, laying into the person at the uh, – <laughs> like, what What do you want him to Like, it's to the do? gate
1: agent's fault. Yeah,
0: what do you want those people to do? My point was, if I was home, I'd be watching football and drinking a beer. I can do that at the airport, <laughs> right? I'm on yeah. my laptop. I'm checking scores. Yeah, less
1: responsibility at the airport, too. It's <laughs> somebody else's
0: problem at that point. Getting a little nosh. So – we landed in Atlanta around 10, 30, 11 last night. The lines to get out of Atlanta for Thanksgiving weekend, dude, you did not want to be. Imagine spending your whole, you know, like you said, four days of just getting after it. Yeah. Now you're just like, we're gonna do, you know, we'll do an eight or nine o'clock flight home on Sunday night.
1: Kind of, yeah. Try to try to get away from the crowd. Right. You
0: think you're you think you've like outsmarted folks. The lines last night, dropping people off, and then in the airport. Five times more than when we did our show. You know, we broadcast live Wednesday, where literally, I don't know how to explain it, we get off the air at 11 a.m., a direct line right to the uh, security gate, zero wait. I'm not talking about two minutes. I'm not talking about five minutes. I'm talking about zero wait on Wednesday. So I i, I can't make they sense of it. They said
1: yesterday was the busiest air travel day ever in America.
0: Yeah. Of all time? Yes. Wow. Yeah. I mean, if you saw Hartsfield-Jackson last night, you would believe it. Lots to get to. Huge weekend. Let's do our 9 at 9. Time to build the foundation of today's show with the top 9 at 9. 9
1: at on the Steakhouse.
0: Sports Radio 92.9, the game. You had to have it, and indeed you did. Big win for the Falcons yesterday.
1: Yeah, no doubt. Falcons beat the Saints 24-19 at home. Desmond Ritter overcomes turnovers. What's new? 13-21 for 168 yards, a touchdown, and two interceptions. Bajon Robinson, a great day getting him activated. 16 touches, 91 yards, and a touchdown, and a receiving touchdown. But the storyline stake, Jesse Bates. A pick six, a huge caused fumble in the fourth quarter. And what I saw as well, Jesse Bates saved a touchdown in the third quarter, tracking across the entire field. Total effort play by him. And look, when you see the five-point victory, those things matter. Jesse Bates, unbelievable effort Yeah, yesterday. so
0: it was 24-15. 24-15. Yeah,
1: sorry, 24-15. sorry, I'm looking at
0: 24-9. i know, I'm bad, sorry. Dude. 24-15 was the final. Um, but indeed, uh, your stars need to step up. That's what happened. Absolutely. Bijan Robinson's a star. Drake London, a number one pick, making big plays when he needed. And Jesse Bates, right now, is your best football player. Now that Grady Jarrett's done for the year, they made the plays. The Falcons very much in the mix. Although, as we sit here talking about it, Jets are desperate for a win. They've beaten some very good teams this year. Their defense is going to be – that over-under, what's that number? I'm going to predict right now, 34? I was going
1: to say 36 and a half or something like that. Look. Here's the deal. The Falcons responded coming out of the bye week. That is absolutely what they needed to do. They're 3-0 in the division. Now it's time to stack a win. Go up to New York, take care of business. Simple as that.
0: Yeah, everything right in front of you. If you're the Falcons, you're clearly the class of the division. You're 3-0 in the division. You got Tampa at home coming up. You got Carolina on the road coming up the division. I'd like to say that maybe the New Orleans game doesn't even matter if you take care of your business having to win the final game of the year in New Orleans.
1: Yeah, that total this weekend, 35 Okay, so we both, I said
0: 34 and a half. Yeah, said, I said 36, 36. So we landed right in the middle. Georgia and Georgia Tech, both with um, their season still alive, right? Yeah. Tech secured that with a win two weeks ago to get to a bowl game. And Georgia, and what I thought was, and Kirby acknowledged it, that he was not happy with a 7 o'clock start by any means at the Flats. Matter of fact, if you know anything about what was going on in Athens, he went crazy when he found out he had to have a night game. When Alabama was gonna get a chance to rest four or five more hours and they had to come back from Atlanta. However, it looked to me watching from afar, now watching the game in Louisiana, I was there for the Thanksgiving holiday. The energy of under the lights, the competitiveness of that game. Yeah, it felt like a really good night for football in the state of Georgia. No
1: question, Georgia beats Georgia Tech on the flats thirty-one to twenty-three, extending their win streak to twenty-nine in a row, a spirited effort. From Coach Key and the Yellow Jackets on the flat, Georgia, on to the SEC Championship, which will surely have a college football playoff berth on the line.
0: Yeah, and Alabama saves their chance to be in the hunt for a national title with another one of those Iron Bowl plays that will live on in history. Live in infamy if you're an Auburn fan. Live is one of the great moments in Nick Saban's run. With the Jalen Milrow throw late.
1: Cannot believe that Auburn only rushed two people on a fourth and goal from the 31-yard line. Absolutely unbelievable. Great throw by Milrow. Great catch by Bond. But the fact that you didn't make Milrow make a decision in that moment is coaching malpractice.
0: So, what's the number now in the SEC? Four and a half, I believe. Four and a half? Yeah. And Alabama struggles the way they did against Auburn. I think clearly uh, if Georgia plays their best game. Up to game, five now. Yeah, I was Total's say, 56. Yeah, it probably would have been at four if Alabama had looked good. Now it's up to five. I don't think it's going to go much lower than that. I will say that um, that if Georgia plays the w- the way they're capable of, I don't think Alabama can beat them.
1: Well, look, here's my professional analysis, and we'll get into it in a little bit. Georgia objectively is a better football team no than question. Alabama. Jalen Milrow is and will be a problem. That's it. Stop Milrow, win the game. We are a much more balanced
0: offense. We're just a better football team, period, than Alabama. Uh, doesn't mean you're going to win the game, yeah. but it means if Georgia plays their best game, they're moving to the semifinals at the Sugar Bowl in New Orleans to play probably a Florida State or an Oregon. Or a Yeah, and, and being two wins away from another natty here in Atlanta. There's a ton more stuff. Hawks lose last night. In Boston, a spirited effort, kind of. 113-103. Trey Young goes for 33. And um, what else do you need to know from the NFL? I don't know. You know what you need to know. The division is what it is. Tampa loses. Carolina loses. Saints lose. Falcons win. Lots more when we come back. It's going to be a busy two hours here on the Steakhouse. When we return, nothing happened over the weekend that was a surprise to me. Nothing. It was a great weekend. The fun weekend. Great game weekend. No surprises. I'll tell you what I'm talking about when we come back. It's Steak and Drew, fastest two hours in radio. Steakhouse, Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. This is Boomerang Science. The show just hits different.
1: <laughs> it's The Steakhouse.
0: On Sports Radio 92.9, The Game. 23 Sports Radio 92.9 the game nine o'clock hour brought to you by advanced hair restoration one day treatment life-changing results advanced steak Shapiro Drew Butler. This is the steakhouse the fastest two hours in radio if You want to talk about the Falcons we uh, we ain't afraid 404-726-0929 404-726-0929 um, you're never going to apologize for winning the national. Absolutely not. And, and I know better than to take shots at the hack that is Terrence Moore, who does that WSB TV. I don't know why he's still doing. He's it. still doing that. Yeah, he was a hack <laughs> when he was even on even the radio that. 20 years ago. He's an overly negative guy. He's played the race card for years. Just, just kind of lazy in his. And I don't like to take shots at other guys, but he kind of deserves it. He got on there last night. I had just gotten home, and he's on there with uh, Alice Mistrangelo. And he, they give him the first comment, and he goes, that was the worst, ugliest, w- most disgusting football game. And I'm, I'm,
1: well, and I'm like watching it. like— Well, guess what it was? It was a win that the Falcons desperately needed. And that's needed. not
0: even true. I've watched the Giants and Patriots and Jets and teams all year. It was such a lazy, typical Terrence Moore, I'm going to be the cynical, um, contrarian-type take, as opposed to saying what we should say— Divisional rival that you hate. Um, Move into first place. Pound the football. 240, uh, 228 yards. Overcome turnovers.
1: Force turnovers. Anybody that understands football understands how beautiful it is to have. And it's pretty clear that he doesn't by making those comments. Nobody has been more critical of the Atlanta Falcons, quite honestly, than me. At this radio station, at least this season. No doubt. And the first thing I told you when we walked in today was, that was an awesome win for the Falcons. They're 3-0 in the division. Now they're on top of the NFC South. And I simply said, now is the time for the Falcons to stack a win. I looked immediately towards the New York Jets and this weekend, because if they want to be a true playoff team, you got to win this winnable game.
0: You you had to appreciate, as a football fan and Mike Johnson, I, I I don't mean to bring up, some other guy that's barely in the media anymore. But it just it, it irritated me so much that you call that an awful football game. It wasn't an awful football game. You know it was a beautiful thing? Kayla McGarry, Chris Lindstrom, Jake Matthews um, pounding the football. Uh, Bijan, 16 carries, 91 yards. Tyler Algiers, 10 carries, 64 yards. Cordero Patterson, 8 carries, 43 yards. Desmond Ritter, 7 carries, 30 yards. You manhandled the Saints and took the football late in the game when I had this vision of you held them the entire game and they're going to get the ball back and you're only going to be up six or whatever it was uh, you needed the uh, field goal. Uh, Yeah, you were up six. And if if you didn't put that drive together, they were going to have one more shot at it, and you did the opposite. You put it so it was a chip shot for Young-Way Koo because
1: you pounded the football. And say what you want about the Saints' offense. The Falcons held them to five field goals. I mean, and th- that's a huge accomplishment for any defense. Yeah. I mean, and for the Falcons to hold them to five field goals, it proved to be a huge difference in the football game late. And the Falcons did what they needed to do coming out of a bye week, playing a hated division rival, and putting themselves in a great position to reset for their second half of the season, which is now. Underway on a good
0: note 4047260929 you agree it was just a great win for the falcons that what that's what it was are we as good as the philadelphia eagles and san francisco 49ers and dallas cowboys in the nfc uh no they have a lot more good players than us our good players are Bajan robinson grady jarrett drake london uh chris lindstrom although he hasn't played like it um jesse bates you know if you stack great players you have teams that look like the three I just mentioned. However, you got a chance to win a weak division and host a home playoff game, and that's where they're supposed to be. And then they can figure out about quarterback next year. And then they can figure out are we moving forward at the level we want to be moving forward? The answer may be no. We don't have, maybe some of these guys aren't what we thought they were in the free agent pool that you went to. Maybe Kyle Pitts really is a bust. Start getting ready to call him that. But that may be an off-season, you know, uh, look in the mirror moment. For right now, you get a chance to go win a division and host a home playoff game. And that
1: is the only thing that ever matters at the start of an NFL season. I tweeted this out last night after watching the replay, and I started it by saying, at the risk of being hyperbolic, Jesse Bates saved jobs in Flowery Branch yesterday. A huge pick six. A forced fumble in the red zone to get the ball back for the Falcons. 12 tackles, including that amazing cross-field chase-down effort tackle that saved a touchdown in the third quarter. He played his ass off. He willed the Falcons to a victory. And if you don't think it matters, if you don't think every single win in the NFL matters, look no further than Terry Fontenot's reaction when those guys were walking into the tunnel after the game. That's game mattered for so many reasons, but probably most importantly, for Arthur Smith and Terry Fontenot to keep the belief in that locker room, to give the fans something to cheer about, and to quite honestly say, hey, we have an opportunity to win our division host a playoff game, and be okay heading into 2024.
0: And let's give credit where it is due. Terry Fontenot and Arthur Smith went and got Jesse Bates immediately. It was their number one goal in free agency. They did not hesitate. They went and got him. They spent big money. He's won football games. He's probably having the best year of his career, and he's the difference maker yesterday. So when we're poking holes that we didn't address this or we didn't address that, we did address that position, and we paid him the money. And he's winning big time for the Falcons. I said before the break, nothing surprised me much over the weekend. I'll just go through some of it. Um, Michigan beating Ohio State, not a huge surprise. Uh, they're playing at home. Um, I think they're inside Ryan Day's head at this point. Yeah, right? no
1: doubt. And when it came to the physicality of the game, you knew Michigan had that distinct edge, and that's exactly what they did. They warmed down in the second half, and – they got a pick to end it.
0: And I'm not surprised that Florida State struggled mightily against the Gators. They're playing with a backup quarterback. Florida's quarterback, pretty athletic. their backup as well. It was in the swamp, but they survived. I'm not surprised. Washington struggled as well, but they survived. You could see all that stuff coming, right? No in, doubt. In rivalry
1: week. And then the Iron Bowl, the craziness of well, that, that game at Jordan-Hare. I mean, you know, you could expect some craziness. But that play was uh, that, that, a little that,
0: unpredictable. Yeah, that was the play of the weekend. Here it is that surprised me. Fourth and goal from the 31-yard line. Here's the snap. Milrose stands in, lets everybody get downfield. Still standing. He throws into the end zone. He caught it. It's caught! It's caught!
1: Okay, to the okay, corner okay. and the tie. Eli Gold. Is that who that was? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the fact that, and this is not he, to take. I, I
0: would say this. It's it's not the greatest call I've heard of a big play. This is not
1: to take anything away from that play or Alabama's victory. Okay. But the fact that Auburn rushed, call it three people, but it, you can't even call it a rush. They just stood up and stood there. In that moment, when it's fourth and goal yep. from the 31, meaning Alabama has to score a and by, touchdown. And by
0: the way, if you even you
1: have to make Jalen Milrow make exactly. a decision here's in the that difference, moment.
0: Here's the difference. You want him to run it there. Yes. That's one of the few times you want him. You want to. You want to. uh concede the outside and let him think because he ain't running 31 yards, right? And he can run 15. He could run maybe 17. Eight. He's not running 30 yards. So if you flush him out, you want him to think, oh, maybe now I can- got a
1: long way to go to cross the goal line, right? You, know, you
0: flush him out right there. It's almost like the throw he made, I would argue, against Ole Miss that got his career back on track, which was that second-half throw he got drilled right in the chest. He has the ability to throw a great ball on certain circumstances, and that was a great ball in the corner of the end zone. But, but if you're an Auburn fan, oh, the Iron
1: Bowl. And that's exactly Andy. the reason why you hired Hugh Freeze, because he's not afraid of Nick Saban. He's got past success against Nick Saban. You went out and got Hugh Freeze with all the baggage that came along with it to say, hey, Iron Bowl week, we have a chance. And they had that game wrapped up. Now the muff punt, brutal. Then Alabama with the snap that goes past Milrow sets them up for that fourth and 31. When you play football and you're with certain coaches, you learn tendencies of things that maybe could help you win a football game. When I was with the Arizona Cardinals, coached by Bruce Arians, Offensive genius, quarterback whisperer. In those moments, he would always blitz. Yeah, and he'd be screaming at Todd Bowles. Well, think blitz him. Think blitz about him. what a blitz, blitz
0: does. You, you make have to run Make a decision. Here's the difference: if you blitz from the twelve, you may be in single coverage on a slant or something like that. If you blitz from the thirty, even if you know you get a guy open, you got to go thirty yards. They don't even have time to
1: get to the end zone. It's just. You blitz him. You flush him out. An all-time coaching gaffe right there. What a moment. And Alabama Alabama just finds a way. Yeah.
0: So that surprised me. Nothing else. Falcons beating the Saints? Uh Uh-uh. Florida struggle? No. Georgia getting a game from Tech. We'll talk about that when we come back. Because I don't think if you know Brent Key, and I don't think you've been watching Tech for the last five weeks, you should have been surprised by what happened Saturday night. Tailgate coming up. Steak and Drew fastest two hours in radio the steakhouse on 92.9 the game in the southeast coming up in three minutes or so drew butler on the tailgate he's here on mondays lots more on georgia georgia tech lots more on georgia alabama and uh michigan players yapping after another w over ohio state i gotta ask some important questions though um, to the team i'll start with you drew just break down your Thanksgiving in, in, in fairly uh, concise fashion. Okay. Where did it take place? How was your performance? Best thing on the table? Just take me through it. Yeah,
1: great questions. We split it half and half at my in-laws and then my parents later on in the afternoon and the evening. Uh, in the morning time, everybody's cooking, getting stuff ready. I cracked open my first beer. Uh, what time? Yeah. Maybe be, be 11. Maybe a touch before 11. I honest. going to be Performance ask you. was solid. A right, couple let me, plates. Let me you know. just ask you, though.
0: Are you going double meal, that means? Because yes. I, oh, I do. Yeah, But I mean, I'm I, saying you, you got a meal in the second place that's also? That's right. Yeah. W- who did the better spread?
1: Full plate. I mean, we do it very unique style at my in-law's house. Uh, my wife's grandfather, Poppy, smoked a turkey on a Weber kettle grill, so we do that, oh, which is fantastic. Nice. It's classic. And what are you doing at your place? Uh, we got the ham. We got the roasted turkey. We got some different types of sides. So I go full bore.
0: Okay. So you got double meal. And you don't want to talk about who had the better spread. They're just, they're just different, right? Yeah, they're
1: both phenomenal.
0: All right, Bo, where where did you spend the holiday? How was your performance? You seem a little, you know, low-key over there.
1: Well, we were, uh, Thanksgiving was at home. Uh, my girlfriend Tara's um, mom and some family came over, and uh, they brought all the food, so I had to do nothing. They, they I, brought uh, all the food? All the food. I was they not do allowed all to the cook turkey. anything. It Fried turkey they brought over. Wow. Solid Fried turkey. Just Cracked the Bloody Mary about 11 a.m., watched football all day and yep. eight. It Was, was it
0: a great day? Oh, yeah. Great day. How about uh, day day? How did it break it down for us, day day? Yeah, so we did Thanksgiving. We hosted at our house. How many um, people? How many uh, people? Uh, a total of about 20 people were uh-huh. there for dinner. Um, we had people s- stay the night with us. Some family came wow. in nice. from the Carolinas and whatnot. And my um, what sister was, from Texas. What was the best thing on the table? <sighs> For me, it was the uh, the sweet potato souffle. Man, I'm okay. just a big sweet potato guy. Okay. Yeah. Are you yeah. grazing all day? Are you what? What time? Is yeah, it- yeah. So I kind of nibbled all day, all yeah. throughout the day, yeah. because this year I took the liberties of helping in the kitchen a little okay. bit, so that allowed me some access. Right. Access. Unique access. <laughs> We had—I'll uh, talk more about it in things I learned. First time we've ever been in Louisiana for Thanksgiving, and I'm going to tell you—will you go back? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. We really? had—we had a VRBO in downtown Lafayette. The only thing was, I didn't want to stay with her family, so I wanted more like freedom to come and go as you please, and you know, you know, wandering in the kitchen, you don't have to have chit chat at nine fifteen a.m. You know what I mean? Yeah. With staying yeah. at someone's house, uh, but we had a great setup. I had the ultimate Louisiana Thanksgiving on so many levels, but I'm going to have to tell you about that. Things I learned later on. Did dude. you
1: have some boudin?
0: Listen, boudin as soon as you we, – we went po' boys on Veterans Boulevard in, in, uh, in Metairie when we landed, right? And then boudin in Lafayette. Lafayette is a huge food town also. I have a full rundown. Can't wait. Glad to hear all you guys had a great Thanksgiving. Is Thanksgiving – I think I asked, uh, is Thanksgiving, where does it it rank on holidays?
1: Yeah, top two for me. It might even be number one. How
0: did you do gambling on the games that day?
1: Yeah, solid. Solid. Well, I lost the under in the first game, which was dead in the first quarter, 26 points in the first quarter, and the under lost at the very end when the Lions scored a meaningless touchdown. So it was a sweat, and then I crushed uh, the next two games. Cowboys looked like that was putty. All day. Putty in people's hands for that one. It's time to
0: tailgate. No, tailgate. Taking a look around the world of college sports. This
1: is the tailgate on the Steakhouse.
0: Brought to you by all four seasons garage and entry doors. Big enough to serve, small enough to care. Sports Radio 92.9, the game.
1: All right, let's stick to what happened on the flats. Georgia 31, Georgia Tech 23. Kendall Milton, I, I called him mean Kendall Milton on Twitter. It seems like he's finding his vibe, 156 yards. And two touchdowns, but more importantly, there was a different feel at Georgia Tech this weekend night game, national primetime television, and you could tell how much this meant to head coach Brent Key. All right, disappointed, uh, disappointing loss uh, against your state rival. Uh, you know, thought the kids played hard. Uh, our plan was to take the game to a four-quarter game. We knew they'd not played a four-quarter game. Uh, this season and we wanted to get the game to the fourth quarter uh, continue to play and, and, and be able to win the game at the end um, like I said I'm proud of the guy's effort Proud of the- Coach Key obviously Steak, you and I have talked to him a number of times a good coach and he knows how much this rivalry means to that institution he wants to be the premier team in the state of Georgia you know, I said the day I was hired that our goal is to beat the team in the state and that still is our goal and that's what we'll work to do every day. And we came up short today. Uh, that will not stop the work. That will not stop us continuing to progress, make progress, uh, and, 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 get, and to get that done. You know, on the flip side, too, Kirby Smart showing love for the atmosphere at Georgia Tech. Those guys were in there, and they expected a fight. Yeah, uh, great atmosphere for college football. I'll tell you what, it was uh, a lot of fun. Um, Having that kind of atmosphere, I think our kids really enjoyed it. I thought our fans showed up and uh, did a great job, made it feel like um, it was like 50-50 um, with our fans out there.
0: It was a great atmosphere, and I think the night game, obviously, is where you want that game to live, uh, not going up against Ohio State and Michigan in sure. June. Uh, a couple of things that jump out at I me. Mean, obviously, that the town's getting better. They made a tremendous decision in the transfer portal on adding Haynes King. When you Absolutely. think about Jeff Sims, Haynes King had two touchdown runs. Um, Eric Singleton Jr., four catches, 96 yards, Jamal Haynes. These are star players for Georgia Tech that stepped up. You know, if crazy things happen, how do I know that? I watched the Miami-Georgia Tech game. There is a point in the fourth quarter, you get an onside kick or you get a fumble or something. Oh, yeah. You have a chance to do something uh, spectacular. There's no such thing as moral victories. Yes, there is. Yes, there is. Do you know what it's been looking like over the last few years? It was two years ago. You lost to Notre Dame 51-0 and then – Tech, Georgia beat you 54 Now, whatever that yeah, was. that's right. You were in the game in the fourth quarter. You scored more points than anybody all year. You had the most yards against them. You ran the ball against them. Yeah,
1: Buster Faulkner had a great game plan yes, he, to make Georgia's defense go lateral. You and I have talked about it all season long. That's where Kirby they are vulnerable. Kirby
0: said we just – it's not – he's like, this wasn't even just the RPO stuff. They just ran it on yes. us. Their quarterback is a great runner. That's what that guy is. Haynes King – Had a really solid year. I'm glad they're going to a bowl game. It was a moral victory. Yeah, absolutely. It it, it is moving in the right direction. All good for Georgia Tech and Georgia.
1: No question about it. What a weekend of college football conference championship games we have coming up. Friday night, number 6 Oregon against number 4 Washington. That game will decide a college football playoff spot. Saturday afternoon, Texas takes on Oklahoma State. If Texas wins, they are very much in the mix. Michigan, Iowa. Louisville, Florida State. See what happens there. And then the coup de grace, 4 p.m. right here in our great city of Atlanta. Number one, Georgia. Number eight, Alabama for the SEC championship. If Georgia takes care of business, that's the committee's dream. That alleviates a ton of pressure on them to figure out who the hell is going to be the Final Four.
0: Well, if Georgia wins, it sets up a uh, a game in Pasadena. Yes, at the Rose assumingly
1: bowl. between a Big Ten champ Michigan and a Pac-12 champion, either Oregon or Washington, yeah. which is what the Rose Bowl wants in their final year of having any say over who gets to go. To and then the bowl question
0: game. is, to Texas go with one loss or does Florida State go undefeated? You would assume Florida State. And in that case, Texas would be out.
1: Yeah, and Seth Emerson wrote a great article this morning on The Athletic essentially saying it is a one-game season for Georgia. If they win on Saturday, they'll be ranked number one, and they'll have a great opportunity to go for a three-peat. If they lose to Alabama, they're probably out of the college All right, what out.
0: about Alabama winning? Does that ensure them a spot or not?
1: I would assume so, but Texas is the great chess piece. I mean, how tec- is the I great was Texas chess piece.
0: ahead of Bam- I How is Alabama Ahead of Texas, when Texas played them head to head in Tuscaloosa and won the game. If Florida
1: State wins, if Oregon wins, if Michigan Texas, wins, if, Texas, if Texas, wins. Texas wins Alabama could be left out and so the you, SEC so you, right. could so, have no team in okay, the college football the so, so, so the
0: conference that has dominated college football that wins all the national titles, that is the best conference in America, will not have a team in the playoff?
1: In the playoffs? That's what people are saying. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you think that's the right decision? I, you know what
1: would be funny is if that does happen and then the playoffs are just total stinkers. Dude,
0: people will lose their mind. By the way, no offense Because to nothing Sandy. moves Listen, the Florida needle State. like
1: Florida State-Washington national championship well,
0: game. Florida State's not winning any playoff game. You know that. So if they get out sooner rather than later, you get Georgia-Texas at the Sugar Bowl, you get Michigan-Oregon in the Rose Bowl, and then we get a national title, probably georgia and, and, Sandy, if Georgia
1: plays Florida State in the Sugar Bowl, oh, we no. will not
0: be there. That's a niche niche. <laughs> hey, 9 o'clock hour brought to you by Advanced Hair Restoration, one-day treatment, life-changing results, advancedhair.com. When we come back, uh, we will talk some more Falcons. Why Arthur Smith said, is Desmond Ritter ride or die, baby? Take your calls on Sports Radio 9, to 9 a game.